0: Pierce is there. He knows the bumper can and will be used. One lap to decide who is going to win $10,000 at Southern National. Pierce into the back bumper of Perry. Moves him up the racetrack in the final lap. Into turn number three.
1: Barry hits the brakes. Does he return the favor? He can't get there. Brandon Pierce is going to win $10,000 in the Solid Rock Carriers 300. Presented by SRI Performance. A last lap bump and run. pass.
0: Chris Ragel from the Cars Tour, uh, he's the race director and uh, a man of uh, many talents uh, during the week, uh, or at least we think they're talents, we're not really sure. Uh, We've got uh, Chris Ragel on the line. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining us, buddy.
1: Yeah, yeah, glad to be on here and glad to be uh, doing our, our first post-event report with uh, you guys at Race 22. Excited about the year and uh, feel like we kicked it off in a good way.
0: Absolutely, man. Uh, it, it was a it was a really good weekend. Uh, it was good to be uh, you know back at Southern National Motorsports Park. Um, great uh, field of cars in both divisions, and uh, really good crowd. I thought.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, we hadn't been to Southern National for a few years, and I think that reflected on the on the crowd. And and um, you know, like you said, g- good field of, of cars. Um, you know, um, twenty seven uh, super late models took time, and, and, and thirty late model stocks. So you know 10,000 a win both events so I don't think we could ask any more especially with with the weather and, and the way it was so um excellent uh, excellent open weekend do
0: you, do you feel like you uh, you know extremely lucked out on the weather
1: I'll tell you what we did uh you know um dodging everything we we had to do on Friday and and uh then you know Saturday that looked good and then looked worse so you know uh but uh we, we stuck it out and and uh um, it worked out well for us, so big thanks to the fans and everybody for coming out. And I know there's a lot of questions in the air and stuff about if we were going to get it in. So, um, you know, big thanks to those those fans for for having faith in us and and, and coming out and and catching a good good event.
0: And we definitely got to give a big shout out to your boy uh, Mike Bushy, who uh, I think he uh, cleaned the track off about 373 times.
1: <laughs> he does, he, and Mike, you know, Mike. I was, I was talking to him. On Sunday, you know, uh, we work with Mike on on plenty plenty of of occasions. You know, touching the cars, but uh, he works just as hard when he's when he's working on the racetrack. Uh, you know, at Southern National, they're they're lucky to have him over that way. And uh, you know, you go to a lot of these places when you tour around, and you can really see who 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 takes care of their places, and 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 those who who maybe let some of that stuff go, but. Uh, Michael Diaz and his staff over there at Southern National, Mike Bushy and all those folks are just great to work with and and uh they were they were ready for us, so that's that's awesome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Southern National's always uh ready to go and uh anytime you got Bushy helping uh that's uh that's a good thing because he's uh definitely passionate about the sport. Uh, uh but uh, I I wanna dive right in here. Um, you know, a couple of things just kinda, you know, come across. Uh um, you know, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the hard questions first. Um,
1: yeah. Perfect.
0: Awesome. <laughs> um, one thing was, uh, you know, a lot of people I, I seen, you know, talking, you know, just being there at the track, talking to people. Man, they were they were really frustrated with the, the late start. You know, they thought weather was coming, and uh, they thought you guys, uh, you know, were uh, were not taking that seriously. Uh, and and I don't I don't think that was the case at all. I just think it was just the uh, you know momentum of the day. But I'll let you tell us about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's no other way that to, to say it than than starting late like that. I think I don't know, we are probably twenty, twenty five minutes late and that just sucks, you know. Yeah. And uh it 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 uh you know, that's not good. It's not good. It's it's one of those things where, you know, uh something we, we usually take pride on, um and that we're usually pretty good at. And um but, you know, like I said, like I tell everybody, um and and it's no secret from from our standpoint, this event that we do every year, uh, going back to last year, even with with Tri County and then, and then this event here, this event event that we do is our hardest event that we do all season. It'll be harder than the than the Old North State Nationals, paying thirty thousand to win later on in the year. This race here is the hardest event, logistically, because you're taking a lot of new competitors in both divisions. People, you know, majority time there's a lot of folks that's never raced with us. We've always got some, some new staff folks, um, and, uh, you know, everybody's kind of got that off-season mentality. And, you know, then you throw weather in that, and, and a 3 o'clock start, when we usually have all day, the you know, all, all, the other, you know, 10 or 11 events, we start at 7 o'clock, 7.30. Right. So this is the hardest event logistically for us to pull off. So, um it, it, it's it's just tough you know so it's something that we we have to get better on and and, and that we usually are pretty good on and uh you know it's definitely not a thing of, of 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 being being you know serious or not um but it is tough for us but yeah that's that's a big pet peeve of mine personally and i think as a series we like to be punctual and and, and we just weren't so uh we, we've got to get better at that and um we will
0: all right. Uh, next hard question is, uh, you know, some people feel like uh, there was some inconsistency in the way that you guys called uh, uh, the spin-out uh, late in the race with uh, Mason Diaz and uh, Preston Peltier. Um, you know, take us through the process of what uh, you guys saw and what uh, made you decide not to penalize Peltier.
1: Well, you know, it's it's uh, like I tell these guys, you know, and, and, and we talk about it, Anytime there's an, an incident on the racetrack or a yellow flag uh, for contact or anything like that, you know the the, the race you know the race uh, can you know can uh, be be basically ran. It's an entirety without you know me being involved. I guess you know we've got the competition yellows with 40 laps now, but if if you you know if you take those out of it, the race can be ran up until those points without. With me being involved at, at all. Once there's an incident, then it forces me to, to you know, the competitors put me in a position to, to make a call. Um, and, right. you know, um, so that was, that was an incident that, you know, when I first initially saw it right off, you know, naked eye and stuff, watching it, that um, I, I thought the 33 did, did dump him. Um, I, I did. And then um, I went over there and looked at uh, uh, Pit Row, tvs that the broadcast and 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 they rewind it back for me and and um you know it looked like the the 24 you know bobbled a little bit uh in in the center exit off of a three and four there and and a 33 was was right there on him or you know was trying to trying to go inside of him and and whatever it may be but the 24 i felt like bobbled a little bit and uh you know 33 got into him i don't you know I i don't feel like uh you know, it was a, a non-purpose type thing. I think it was just a just a, a, a racing, you know, racing incident. And it, you know, the 24 is, is does a bobble, then then he he's probably still ahead of him, and 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 go from there. If the 33 is not as close, it doesn't happen. You know, so it's just just a just a judgment call that uh, that that forced my hand there. That uh, you know, did the best that that I, I can
0: yeah I've got gotcha. you um uh, the three uh, one one thing that I wanted to bring up was do you guys have a three spin or three wreck rule because it sure didn't seem like it with the <laughs> with uh, Tim Hollis and uh, uh the sixty one <laughs> car and uh, a couple of other guys man they were just wrecking every chance they got
1: uh you know what it's funny you seem to say that lately. i that's what I'm thinking in the tower you know I'm like ah <laughs> you know that's maybe we you know maybe we need that you know oh gosh you know and in the worst place you know worst thing of it was it was it was guys that were just consistently you know beating themselves up yep you know for 21st 22nd spot you know um and uh you know so man it if if there was ever a race that uh that made me think about it it sure was that one
0: well, I mean, going forward, are you uh, planning to, you know, put something in just to uh, make sure that doesn't happen again?
1: You know, I, I hadn't hadn't quite thought about it's that yet. Um, it, it definitely might be something that we we look at. You know, try not to you know, I try not to, to make any you know knee jerk reactions. It's first one here, you know, so right. um if if it's a consistency then then yeah we have to adjust and adapt and things like that. But I would say right now for Hickory then then you know just kind of stick to, to what we've been doing here.
0: I, I know it's fairly typical for you guys, but what makes the super late model race so much more of a, a demolition derby almost than than the late model stocks?
1: Uh you know that's once again that's I think you know that, that's all our own opinions if if I asked you that question or we asked somebody else or you had somebody you know if you had a driver on here versus me or whatever you know it's very selective very very opinionated you know I don't know per, perhaps sometimes I think there's maybe those people that you know don't have the experience or don't have you know aren't quite the level to, to handle the, 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 the super late model car that's that's already in that in that machine you know um a lot of times i feel like that's it you know that uh maybe that it's just a little bit too much for them. um you know the other time the, the other thing is sometimes some places we go southern national being just a, a crazy fast track that uh these guys are on, on on you know are hammering down or on such an edge you know any little slip or any any little you know bit of contact uh causes causes an incident orange County's the same way you know you, you've been there plenty of times you know that place is 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 it happens fast happens quick you're racing really close and trying to get every inch and you know southern national everybody's digging for the bottom so you know mm-hmm. i don't know man maybe you know <laughs> maybe you guys can help me out with that one
0: yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, that was something that uh, Jared Fryer actually brought up uh, last week before you know we went down there and they had so many more cautions. You know, he talked about how he uh, wanted, would like for in his career he'd like to race uh, you know super late models, but against the late model stock guys because they don't run over top of each other. So I found that it, interesting.
1: Yeah, it is, and you know it is crazy. And Jared 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 is the prime example of knowing both those things, and, and right. I guess me too as we've seen it. I do think our, our super late models. Are, uh, versus our late model stocks are, are a little bit more incidental, you know. Um, like I said, I think it's a combination. I think it's power. I think it's beyond on edge, but a lot of it, I almost wonder if it's the respect, you know. The right. the those guys on the late model stock, you know, they, you know, they. I feel like they there's a little bit level, a little bit more level of respect, you know, give and take, and and, and this and that, and the veterans and, and the young guys and and things like that. Um, I, I think that could be another another fact, factor of it too, but. Jared knows that. You know, he's he's one of those guys that's raced raced a full season with with both of those, and and, and he knows that
0: right yeah for sure he would know better than anybody um, Yep. A- another question I've got for you and this is something that's uh, come up with uh, fans you know asking this question whether it be on uh, you know your some of you guys live uh, stuff or uh, on race 22 and and even this weekend I had uh, some people asked me I guess they thought I still promoted or I'm not really sure but uh, they uh, they were asking about an autograph session man and I, and I just wonder you know why you know you guys don't do an autograph session because it just seems like you have the perfect opportunity.
1: Yeah, so once again, going back to that logistical, logistical thing for this first race. Uh, if you look at the Hickory Motor Speedway, our next race for, for for March 23rd, our upcoming MTP Tire 300 Hickory, it's got one. Okay. You know, um, it's it's a total. You know, once again, can you imagine if we had a 30 or 45 minute autograph session? Oh, that, would have, been oh, yeah. that would have been catastrophic. You know what I mean? Uh, catastrophic. E- either you know, we try to. <laughs> Bubba Pollard had one of the best quotes. at you know, the garage doesn't open at 8 a.m. except unless it's a NASCAR race. Well, we had to open the garage, you know, this weekend at 8 a.m. on Saturday because of 3 o'clock start. So, you know, if we do that, that that opens and, you know, open the garage at 7 a.m., you know, it it, it has to give or take or or, or be added somewhere to to get that 3 o'clock start. So, um, you know, I I really feel that, uh, you know, that first one's just always tough, you know, logistically, you know, gets darker quicker, um, it gets colder. You know, you never know what kind of weather we're going to get. I, I do think, you know, it, it is the right call. You know that we we started during the day rather than a yeah. a, a night race based on the weather. So, you know, it's it's something that um, we do. You know, uh, a lot of time. You know, one of you know, one of our biggest events, a throwback two seventy six. You know, we 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 really make a lot of time for that, and really that we want people to see the cars and the those legendary drivers and stuff. So. Like I said, it's 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 just a, a you know a logistical thing, um, you know. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I know I know Michael was saying that too. He heard some feedbacks from the fans at at Southern National, and and I hate you know I hate that that's the only time we're we're coming coming out there, and 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 we didn't get one in. But um, yeah, you know, that's that's just kind of something you have to 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 to, to, to pass off, pass up on, so we can get
0: that race going there at three o'clock. Right, understand completely. That that makes total sense, and I'm glad you guys have one at uh, Hickory for sure. Uh, I- anything else, uh, you know, come across your mind, or anything else you want to talk about from uh, from Southern National?
1: Well, I mean, I think you know, I think uh, overall, uh, you know, I think from all aspects, I think it was a, a good, you know, a good weekend. Um, two great finishes um, at the end of the day while, while there's, you know, always things, like I said, being on time and, and, and some of the, the cautions. And, you know, we had the that had the red flag, um, you know, with, with Brandon Willard and just, you know, give everybody an update there with our flagman, Brandon Willard. He's he's back, you know, glad to see him back. That was a scary, scary moment. For um, sure. For sure. But uh, he's back 100%. He'll be at Hickory. So, so uh, you know, I'll, I hope everybody comes and, and shakes his hand and, and uh, tell him not to the hell out of us again like he did. So um so yeah, you know, I think I think overall it was a it was a, a it was a good weekend, um something to build on. You know, um it was it was cool seeing Brandon Pierce get his, his first win and um, you know, obviously bubba doing what he, he he does um he doesn't race with us often and, and and is not gonna not gonna you know run the full schedule or anything like that but uh i think when you look towards championship points on the late model stocks you've got uh you got um you know brandon as as pierce on as an early leader but uh josh being second heading to hickory um could could uh could uh you know set a presence for for early and you know early points um yeah, I mean, absolutely. you guys know that uh, we only run eleven points races, so you have to minimize your 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 um, you know bad events. So um, and and then uh, you know on the super side, Bubba's probably not going to run them all. You know, you got uh, Jerry had a good run, and, and Brandon Setzer that's up there. So um, you know, I think it's a, a great great start to the year, and and uh, a lot to look forward forward to for, for Hickory.
0: Yeah, I think Hickory makes uh, things really interesting. Uh, you know, especially uh, Brandon Pierce. He was, uh, you know, here with us last week before his big win this weekend, and he he absolutely hates Hickory. So uh, you know, he's going to have to find a way to put himself in a good position there to uh, keep his points deal going. And uh, it should be interesting. You know, Josh is always good there, and I mean, there's uh, there's a host of guys that'll probably enter that race that are locals uh, or semi locals to Hickory that'll be uh, in the mix. So Hickory uh, is shaping up to be a really good race.
1: Yeah, no, it's it it is it is cool, you know. Especially like I said on the touring twelve, I, we had them fill out sheets. What's your favorite track? And and about 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 half the touring twelve said Orange County, so we got that one right after that. But but Josh Berry definitely put Hickory. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so so I think you know these guys. And if you look at his, the stats on, on on car on car Store digest, um, they'll show that uh, Josh has, has been been the guy to beat there. But um, you know, like you said, we've always get. Uh, Get some local guys like Austin McDaniel has has great stats there, so hopefully we'll see him. And then, um, yeah. So uh, and and two, like I said, it, it's our second race for the supers. Uh, we've we've never went there this, this early in the year. So um, uh, on the late model stock side, guys won't have but one weekend of, of, of to get on that track. And usually the supers have the Easter Bunny and things like that to 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 be there at. So um, it's going to be going to be interesting to see. Uh, you know what kind of field and what kind of race we got here at Hickory here in a couple of weeks. Chris, give us a lead-in. Is there, is there, as far as rules-wise, you know, you guys have kind of taken the forefront on a lot of that stuff uh, after post-week one. Do you feel like you're still headed in a good path? Do you see things, oh, maybe we need to do different? Uh, and any update, think it was, you know, kind of a shortened weekend? You know, not with as much practice as
0: normal or whatever with the, the weather delays and things. So, from a rules perspective, you still think we're on track heading the right way or
1: yeah i mean there there's 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 a couple that you know i think i feel like our motor packages and, and stuff like that we had you know all three you know we had uh, uh on the late model stock you had um a kowalski uh uh you know enforcer there built enforcer was was first uh, um um Josh Barry Harrington um was, was second enforcer and, sure. and then a, a Ford with with Deke was third. So felt like there was pretty pretty good parity. you know. Um we, we we went pretty in depth on on the tech. You know, it's a ten thousand dollar check. So sure. um, you know, got to go a a little bit in there. Um and uh you know, um you know, for as far as the super side, you know, I, once again I know I know uh, it was a McGinnigle and in and, in and, um and, and Jared's Preston Peltier had progressive, and then it was a Hamner and Bubba. So it's excellent to see those two different two different you know parod- parodies in both divisions. Um, a couple things. One one thing is, um, you know, I, it's probably like I said. I, I don't mind stepping up and saying, you know, we did the knockout qualifying at at at, uh, at Southern National. Um, you know, it's something that I like, and, and some people don't like. Uh, some competitors do like. Some don't. Um, it, it really doesn't work if you don't have a, a pit wall. Um, like, a, you know, it's great for a place like Concord or South Boston or Myrtle Beach. Hickory was going to be knockout qualifying. It will not be um, just because while we have done that before, it's just more ideal to do when you have a pit wall um, and a little bit more space. Um, so, you know, to back, go back to, to single car qualifying, um, why, you know, so, you know, we're we're always trying to adjust. We haven't really put a lot of you know scheduling things like that out there so we feel like that's a, a small little adjustment that we can you know without changing the whole thing or being a last minute game changer that that, that we will do so um, those are those are the couple of things that that uh, that I guess you know rules wise and things like that that uh, that will adjust for from week one to, to week two
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. I I, I think yeah, the knockout qualifying is interesting. I don't know whether I like it or not. That was the first time I'd seen it, so I'm not really. I don't really have a, an opinion. Uh, you know formed yet but i do think i could see where that could be a whole lot more beneficial behind you know a pit wall so um all right man i guess uh that'll do it uh you know for for this conversation for this week we'll uh talk to you after uh after hickory and uh appreciate we're um, we're definitely looking forward to uh to hickory it's uh always a great race and uh definitely expect the car store to put on a great show
1: yeah well uh, once again i appreciate everything you guys do uh, y'all had y'all had full force there at, at uh um you know, I Southern National, so appreciate all all your coverage and you know, I you know, I know know y'all hear a lot of stuff about the tour. Well we we hear a lot of stuff about you guys, so I know people really appreciate and really get into um, you know, seeing those stats and seeing some of those things that uh, that you guys do and, and um uh we appreciate that and I know a lot of the fans do too as well. So appreciate everything you guys do for the cars tour and uh, and, and for the competitors.
0: Well hopefully not everything they said was bad
1: no 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 it was it was it was a positive deal you know it was all positive for sure so um you know people really you know really like to get that stat like that information and and be talked about and and, um you know uh that's i think that's a probably one of the long lost things in, in short track racing is getting that information those statistics and stuff like that that uh you know that people like to to feel like they know what they're talking about when they're sitting in the stands drinking a beer watching a car store race. It's awesome. Yeah,
0: absolutely. All right, man. Have a good night. Thank you for joining us. All
1: right. Thank you. Yep. We're sorry. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. <laughs>